But when you're interacting with other people, like other people have expectations of you. Other people put expectations on you. If you're not communicating what your needs are or what you're willing or not willing to do, that also makes it really hard to keep up the consistency aspect that you mentioned because it's like yeah I'm gonna work until 5 30 but if I don't communicate well and then somebody's like hey I need you to do this at 7 then like all that can break down and like fly out the window hey welcome to the hustle differently podcast a space for millennial professionals who are navigating career curveballs while driving closer to Christ I'm Adriana, and each episode I chat with millennial professionals about the spiritual lessons they've learned in their career journey. Setting clear boundaries at work helps to maintain good productivity and social dynamics in the workplace. On this episode, I chat with Candace Howes, who's a college access counselor, helping African-American youth across the U.S. with their college application process. She shares her tips and experience setting and maintaining boundaries in her day job, as well as in her side hustle as a creative freelancer. Later in this episode, I also share details about a free giveaway. Keep listening to hear more. All right, let's jump into the conversation. Hey, Candice, I'm so excited to have you here on the Hustle Differently podcast. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I am doing great. I am super excited to be here. During our initial introductory conversation, we talked about how as like millennial professionals and young professionals, sometimes we don't feel like we have the clout to like set boundaries at work. And you know, like as we navigate work and kind of like learn the space and learn about ourselves like as professionals it can be challenging to like set work boundaries so I definitely want to hear a little bit more from you about how you define or like what does having boundaries at work look like for you day to day nine to five sometimes like nine to ten (laughs) um I am a college access counselor it's a lot of fun for me like obviously there's you know the aspect where I get to interact with people and help them But there can also be a lot of boundaries (laughs) being crossed just because like we're dealing with so many people, different time zones. You know, sometimes I'm like watching Netflix and it's like 1030 and my phone dings and it's like a student like, hey, can you read something like it's due at midnight? I'm so sorry. (laughs) Those kind of things happen like all the time. So I think like very early my boundaries were tested in terms of like, you know, being stuck in this situation where it is very much service. So like I always want to be and I'm. I'm the kind of person that's like, I always try to make myself available to people like in my personal life, professional life. Like if you need anything, like I know what it's like to like be out on your own, like not knowing what to do. Like I always want to be there for people. But like very early, I realized that like that wasn't sustainable. I know that we had talked about like a while ago is that I also freelance on the side. So as like a writer, I do like articles or like content writing for people and video editing. And there's a lot of boundaries <laughs> that can be crossed there because people are like, I, you know, I need my product now. So I guess to condense all of this and kind of answer your question, like I think boundaries for me look like the ability to like build rest into my schedule and to know what I need to feel like I'm recharged and like happy and not a about to like stress out at every moment and like understanding what that looks like for me and then building that into my schedule and like having everything else fall around that. I like what you said about understanding who you are and like what you need is very like introspective. Yeah, you have a lot going on. And I think definitely having a service related job, it makes sense why you constantly like want to be available, but balancing like your personal needs with the needs of work is always so interesting. So like practically, what do you do or like what systems do you have in place? 
help you balance? I was never a person who liked to schedule things out like at all. I was like, I'm just going to go with the flow and whatever comes. But I have learned to like be very disciplined with scheduling out my time. I don't say that to mean that like everything has to happen like on the dot, but I I like to have a good idea of like how my day is going to go. From a practical sense for me, that will be before the day even starts, if I have meetings or things that have to happen, like I'll put that on my planner. I'm like, this is what I need to do. And then right after like all of the priority list of things that have to happen for my job, I write down like priorities for myself. Like I might say like, I really know today I want to edit that YouTube video or like today, you know, I really want to catch up on two episodes of that show I'm watching with my friends. Like I, I pick like a couple of things that I know I need to get done either like on my side gigs or just personally. And then I write that in at a certain time of day. For me is like, those are like non-negotiables. Those are things that have to happen. And so that kind of helps me to ensure that like, like, I don't feel one part of my life is overtaking the other. And something else that I do with boundaries, like if I know that, like I have like a couple of students that I work with and I know that they might need assistance with something, like I might know like a deadline's coming up on Thursday, like someone's going to have an emergency like on Wednesday night. I'll put on a sticky note, I'll just say like, you know, I'm willing to kind of work late, let's say like Monday and Wednesday or something, but I might say Friday and Thursday. Like I'm not doing anything like those are my nights that I'm not working and I cut my notifications off so I don't have like the dinging and stuff like that. So those are just kind of practically things that I do. And over time, like it's helped me to to feel less stressed and to be able to still get things done. Having systems definitely helps and like being consistent definitely helps. I know for me, I used to use um, a planner too. In 2018, 2019, I used to use a lot of planners. I used to use the passion planner. Yes, I love passion planners. Yeah, is that what you use? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, the passion planner is great because like you get to reflect. You have a focus yeah. for the day, a focus for the week, and then you have a focus for like the month. So it's very like structured and you can kind of like work backwards. Oh, this is my focus for the month. So today, what should I be focusing on in order to like meet that goal? So it definitely helps with like keeping you targeted. As you're talking, I'm thinking about it is I know we've talked a lot about like, I guess it's kind of like personal things. And obviously like your boundaries are personal, like your work-life balance is personal. But I think there's a huge part of work-life balance. It's also communication, which I think is a huge thing that I've learned too, because yeah, you can personally say this is what I want to do today. But when you're interacting with other people, like other people have expectations of you. Other people put expectations on you. If you're not communicating what your needs are or what you're willing or not willing to do, that also makes it really hard to keep up the consistency aspect that you mentioned because it's like yeah I'm gonna work until 5 30 but if I don't communicate well and then somebody's like hey I need you to do this at seven then like all that can break down and like fly out the window I think it's really important to also like share with people what you're willing to do at any given time I know for me and my experiences, I started out my career doing consulting, which is very fast paced and sometimes there'll be days where you're putting out fires and it's like Sometimes I'll be like, guys, like, why is this a fire? Because I used to work with a lot of senior leaders and executives. Sometimes you just being the most junior, it can be very difficult to like think of like, how do I say this to them? Because they feel like this is the priority and it's not. And I have other things that I need to work on. For you, how have you been able to like really navigate being able to communicate your needs in the workplace? Ooh. 
I feel like that's a tricky situation. I feel like I'm fortunate enough, like at my job, that I'm at a place where like the the people in my team are like very respectful of one another. Like you can tell someone like, hey, you know, I'm going to bounce this back to you because I am swamped and like they're okay with that. Versus like in my freelance work, I've dealt with people where they're like, kind of like you said, like, no, like my project is most important. I don't care what else is happening in your life right now. So I think it depends on who you're dealing with. Something that's been helpful for me is to be realistic about like, you know, something as simple is like what's the turnaround time on something that needs to be done you know I think before if somebody was like hey you know can you look over this document can you do this inside I immediately wanted to be like yeah I'm gonna look at it right now but like that's not realistic right like everything is not going to be immediate so I think a big part for me of boundaries and communication is to take a moment when someone like is asking me something even if you're on the phone they're like when can you get this back even if you don't have a schedule in front of you I'll be like hold on a second let me check my schedule and I'll like give and that's like a time for me to like even be on the phone and just kind of pause and be like can't just breathe before you answer this <laughs> and like let's think this through and like that's my moment to look at my day or my week and realistically say you know can I get this back today maybe I can because I don't have anything going on maybe I'm swamped I know I need to take care of something else. And so I can come back and be like, yeah, I can, you know, start working on this tonight and get it back tomorrow. That's the kind of, I think, honest communication you need, because like, one, you need to be able to see if the person you're talking to, like, respects your boundaries or not. I've had a lot of situations where like, I did not establish those kind of boundaries from the beginning. Like I didn't let someone know that it's going to take me a certain amount of time to do this. And that can become really difficult because then they get used to you being like this, like emergency management, like I can call you up at any moment. And if you go and try to like insert a boundary after that, that's going to seem rude, right? Because like you've always been available to me. Like, so you really have to learn like from the beginning to, to just be reasonable about your time. And if they don't like that, you know, then that's where the conflict management might have to come in. But it's really important to just like be honest with yourself and with the other person too. One thing that really stood out to me that you were saying is that sometimes we feel the need to like respond in the moment and like give you an answer. And sometimes it's like, take a step back. And that's what it sounds like you did. You took a step back and you're like, hey, let me check my schedule. Let me get back to you. So you could really like think and process it. And I find that like sometimes with me, that can like be a struggle. Like I feel like, oh, I need to give like an answer. And I had to like learn that too the hard way. Me being somebody that like, I don't, I, I hate to say people pleaser. I just feel like there's so much stigma with <laughs> people pleaser. But like wait, I'm very- wait, as soon as you say that, people are like, oh, <laughs> you're one of those. <laughs> but no, I'm very conscious of like how my actions and my thoughts will affect other people and wanting to be like supportive yeah. of other people. You talked about that earlier, like wanting to be supportive in their- yeah. And like wanting to uplift other people, right? And like sometimes that would mean like taking away from my time. Um, but sometimes that's like unnecessary or like that's like unhelpful. This was something I've kind of thought about the last few days because I know you had asked too, like kind of the ways of thinking about like your boundaries and like how your faith relates to that. And honestly, like one of the things that I was talking to like a friend about this was like, that idea of like helping people and always being available. We read the Bible and it's like Jesus was always around. He's always helping people. Everyone was running to him, following him around. But then it's like he has all these moments where like, what is he doing? He's going and getting like personal time away from people. He's going to the mountain. He's running over here to pray. Like he's getting away from people. That's literally like his self-care being like, I need a quiet moment. I feel like especially because as someone like you said people please or not or <laughs> someone who's just trying to serve people like you know and like carry that heart in every part of their lives like that's important 
but you really can't do that without like taking time to yourself or like without giving yourself the opportunity to like reflect and like recharge and like what you're doing I think you're right it's so important like you don't have to sacrifice being there for someone to also prioritize your well-being at the same time I mentioned to you earlier that late 2020, I read the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. And there's actually a chapter on boundaries at work. In the book, they talk about how setting boundaries can resolve a lot of our problems at work and that our boundary problems at work stem from not taking responsibility for what is ours. And that can like manifest into like other problems like misplaced priorities or conflict with coworkers or like working too much overtime. They talk about how God has called us to be a accountable for what we do and we do everything for the glory of God and we have to take responsibility for ourselves one thing that was interesting is like being over responsible was like a boundary problem <laughs> which is so interesting because like you grow up and it's like you're supposed to be responsible and you're supposed to take all you're supposed to take care of all of the things but like in the book they were talking about how sometimes people who are over responsible and working with people who are irresponsible over responsible people tend to like be bailing those people out or like covering their bases and like that is a cause of a lack of boundaries that the over responsible person has and they can actually hurt and stunt yeah. other people's growth by doing that they're yeah. keeping other people from growing and I was like wow that's really interesting I never thought about it like that sometimes I know for me I'm I can be very like results driven and it's like oh if you're not gonna do it right. let me just hurry up and do it and get it done because it needs to get done in that moment I could be hindering that person from like actually growing and taking yeah. accountability no. <laughs> and I'm thinking like sometimes I'll think like let me just get let me just get it done like they're like being lazy or like they're they want to focus on other things and I know that's like my natural tendency is to be like let me just do it that's why I used to hate group projects Wait. I hated group projects because <laughs> I was always the one the I was work. always the one to just get get it done <laughs> And like, it's so funny because I never thought about it that way, but it's so true. Like I had a situation like a, a few weeks ago where like I had a meeting with someone, I waited, I actually Googled, I was like, how long should you wait for someone? <laughs> and the professional etiquette is you can wait like 20 to 30 minutes for like, you don't wait any longer than that. So like I waited 30 minutes, the person didn't show up. I was like, okay, probably Candace like a year ago, I would have like waited. If they showed up like 40 minutes later, I would have been like, okay, we got to get this meeting done. Like we're going to do it now. I don't know. Like it happened a few weeks ago and I was like you know what I was like I'm closing like I'm closing the zoom it's over the person was like hey you know I'm so sorry like I I forgot and I was like it's cool like we'll reschedule I think about what you said about over responsibility because typically I'm just like even if you're late like we need to meet today because it has to happen but then like I end up getting like super frustrated because I'm like you put me behind but I felt like by doing that this time and like saying, no, I'm cutting it off for like 30 minutes. It was like, it relieved me of stress. Like I could get back to things I needed to do. And I also realized like, I think it helped teach the other person like accountability, like, hey, everyone's not going to wait for you. So I think you're right about that because it's like, on the flip side, me always being there and waiting, like, to me, I feel like I'm getting things done that were supposed to happen today. But it's also showing that person it's like, oh, yeah, people will wait around for me. Like, it doesn't matter. And it, like, Sometimes, yeah, we're we're not helping other people to like learn important lessons. I know sometimes our boundaries to other people feel like, oh, that person's very restricted or like, what's the word? Stubborn and firm and, you know, but I think that's not the case. And you talked about this earlier, earlier, like being able to understand like, what are my responsibilities and my needs and what are my, like having a benchmark to understand like, okay, what's the fine line? Like, this is yeah, where, this exactly. is my cap. Like, <laughs> once we get there, that's it. Like, <laughs> you know, in all situations, like really being able to understand yourself and be, and you talked about that too, like being honest 
with yourself about like where you are you know and I think that's true even for like stress levels too you know yeah I definitely think it is like I can definitely speak for myself but probably a lot of other people feel this way like a lot of times I felt like it wasn't good for me to like plan time for myself in my day because I was like I don't have time for it like by the time I think about like work and freelance and all this stuff like there's no time for me wanting to read a book or something like that it's not until you actually say like I'm giving myself these 30 minutes and you do it and then you realize like I really didn't put myself behind in like anything else that I needed to do and I think sometimes we like we underestimate how little time we have in a sense like because we're usually probably wasting it or we're probably sitting around the coffee pot complaining about something but it's like that could have been your time (laughs) to like you know just have a moment to yourself so I think like when you think about balance and what it looks like I know it can be scary to think like you know I don't you know yeah I don't have time to like focus on me but it's like you you really do though you have that time yeah, you, you honestly do. And I think it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, yeah. definitely important, especially when life gets busier. <laughs> like, exactly. I think setting, the, setting the foundation now, yes. <laughs> setting the foundation now is like yeah. super important. It is. Yeah. Well, like when, when all of this is like over and we're back to like normalize, it's like, no, you're going to need to build those skills a lot. And honestly, sometimes I feel like even working from home or being in remote environments, you definitely need that skill because like that line between your life and your job, like it really blurs. It's like, you know, what is lunchtime? Like what is dinner? Like it's all blurring into one. So you really need to be able to say like, you know, this is the buck stops here. Like, like no more. This is what I'm doing. During our conversation before this, you talked about also learning patience in relation to boundaries. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Like how does... How do those two work together in your experiences? So for me, a lot of times I have found that I lose patience when I have lack of boundary. And so that's not really something I thought would go hand in hand, but it really has. And I think the example that I gave you too was basically like a client that I had one time who like always, everything was a rush job. Like it was always had to happen like in 24 hours. And it was like fine at the beginning, but then it was just kind of becoming like a situation that was like really get, getting out of hand for me. Like saying something needed to be done, like let's say by midnight and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll have it to you by 1130. And it's like, 1045 and you're calling me like where is it where is it and all of these things so like it was yeah it was just becoming a lot calling in the middle of the day and like sometimes the person would be mad and saying like this is wrong only to go back and realize that like they had sent me the wrong thing but not apologizing for it like making it like it was my fault it was just it was a lot going on but a lot of this was also happening too because like I had never set boundaries with this person in the beginning so like I never told them that I needed X amount of time to get something done. I was kind of being that yes person and all of those things. And in doing that, I realized like I was starting to lose patience with this person like a lot, like in ways that I never was before. Like I was starting to get upset and like snappy and all of these things. And I realized that it was honestly just like an unhealthy situation where like I hadn't given them proper expectations. So now I was basically living in this other person's expectations. And so patience is being lost all around because they're really putting things on me because I didn't like stand my ground and like create structure. So for me, a lot of times setting boundaries, yes, is like important just for me, but it's also important to like give that other person space and expectations so that like there's enough time, you know, if they make a mistake like that, we have room for me to be patient and be like, it's cool. Like, you know, there's no pressure on that. 
because a lot of times if if we don't have boundaries you're gonna end up stressed and then that's when the fuse gets really short so for me I've learned that like my patience gets tested when I'm not setting those boundaries and then there's like a cycle of guilt because then I feel like well it's my fault so I don't really have <laughs> room to be upset but it's never really your fault it's just more of a learning process of realizing that you know that communication has to be established from the beginning so for you in that scenario, how did it pan out? Was the person receptive to what you were saying? What did that look like, that conversation? The person was receptive, but what I noticed was like, it didn't change the behavior. So like when the, once we kind of have the project wrapped up, I was able to have like a conversation and say, hey, like I know, I was like, I know you're super stressed. I know like we have a lot going on, but it's really important for us to like make sure that we're sending each other the right things and basically just being respectful, even if something is wrong so that we can have like you know a good working relationship and I was like you know and I need proper time I was like I know in the past I've done things kind of fast but I need proper time to make sure that everything is settled um and the person was like super receptive they were like you're totally right you know I'm sorry for getting upset it was like stressful so for me I was like we're cool like we're great let's move on and do more work but then it was like it would always happen again with this person so it ended up kind of being like a client that I ultimately chose to kind of like terminate the relationship and not keep taking on more work just because it was like a reciprocal cycle even though we had already had that discussion and that's why I say like I think communication is important because like being able to talk to that person about it allowed me to see if we were able to make those changes or not that's in any work environment like obviously like that's freelance but even if that ends up being like an employer and you're having those conversations but like your team or your leadership still isn't you know making changes that might not be the best place to say, you know? But yeah, I think for me, that conversation looks like just being able to say, you know, hey, this is how I'm feeling. For me, it's like, hey, I'm feeling a little stressed out. I'm feeling a little bit like I'm being rushed and not able to do my best work. You know, what can we do to make that easier? A lot of times I just ask like an open-ended question like that. I'm from a communication side of things. So like whenever there's boundary setting, I'm always thinking about it in a way of like, not blaming the other person, but just saying like, hey, you know, let me tell you how I feel. What do you think we can do to make this environment better? And I think that's always a good way to, to approach it if you're trying to figure out how to, how to, you know, bring that topic up, I guess. Yeah, very diplomatic. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> this is how exactly. I'm feeling. What, what do you think the solution is? I know what it is in my head, but let's see if we're on the right. same <laughs> I'll give you a chance to, to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> Let you think it's your idea. I like what you said there that having that conversation can sort of be the a gauge for you to see if that environment, that boss, that client, that person values you and like your time and like values you enough to make changes, right? To adjust the working relationship. And sometimes we, we need that. I think sometimes if the person isn't willing to like do that, I think in a sense, it's going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt the other person. And then that's when you can kind of ask more deeper questions of like, if this is a non-negotiable for me, then should I continue? And for you, it sounded like it was like a non-negotiable. So you terminated it. Exactly. Yeah. And like, 
And that's important for you because like making decisions like that are really hard. There can be so many things you might want to feel like you're quitting or am I throwing money away or like all these types of things. When you've laid the, the boundaries out or like the parameters out for everyone, you've had that conversation. It gives you a lot more peace when you have to make a decision like that because you know that you've discussed it with them and that you've you know done everything that you could to try to improve that situation. That's most important. And honestly, for myself, I've found that even in situations like that where I'm like man you know like I I needed that client or I needed that opportunity like something better always comes from that space sometimes like if you're having a situation like that and it's not productive for you sometimes you really need to like close that chapter to be able to like go to something that's better as you were talking, I was thinking sometimes that's a reason why some people end up leaving their employer to do more of like the entrepreneurial freelancing route because they feel like the boundaries that they have aren't really valued, right? They want sort of like the freedom and the flexibility to be able to work around their boundaries in the ways that they set. But for you, you kind of do both. You kind of freelance on one side and then you also have like an employer. For you, is there a difference in like the the ability and the flexibility to kind of like set boundaries and is one easier than the other I think in a sense like working for yourself you have to create all of the structure basically and that could be super simple for some people or that could be really hard so in a way it might be I think a little bit more challenging like in a like entrepreneurial space because like you're setting your structure and creating your boundaries like you're creating everything versus I feel like, you know, working for someone, your boundaries are going to look a certain way within the structure of what like that job is. So in many ways, like I think the practical aspects are the same, but I think it's a little more challenging when you're working on your own, just because like you're determining everything versus like, I feel like in my team, if I need to set a boundary, like it's kind of easy because they know what kind of work is on my plate. So it's easy to say like, hey, you know, is it okay if I get to this tomorrow or something? And like, everyone kind of understands what's happening or like, we're all, you know, having sometimes like really busy times at the same point. So like setting that boundary, I feel like is a little easier because there's someone else there to take care of the work or like there's someone who also is doing the same thing and they know what I'm dealing with at that moment versus setting a boundary. I think sometimes on your own or with a client, can be like a little trickier because they might have a perception of the work that you do or a perception of what your time looks like. And so there might be a little bit more that has to go into like making that that boundary credible to them. I think the work is the same, but I think it's trickier on your own. I can see how in like an employer structure, you you sort of like have the accountability, whereas like on your own doing entrepreneurship, you have to sort of set the boundaries and it's different. Like you'll set boundaries. Like if you have a client structure, you'll set boundaries with the client, but then you also have like boundaries for yourself that you have to hold yourself accountable to. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And like if if it does, if if like things fall through, right, like if your system isn't flowing the way, there's no one really to blame, but yourself exactly yeah and I think like you said something that made me think about it too like especially if you're a team of one or it's small like when you're working for yourself everything rides on you so I also feel like you personally feel more pressure to not have boundaries because you have to get everything done so it feels like you know if I delay something or if I don't get this done today this person might be upset and think it's taking too long and leave like there's a lot more pressure because it's like like you said everything's riding on you like you're holding that system up versus like at work if you're like hey you know I have meetings till three I'll get to it after then it's like it's fine you know like 
there's other people around. If it needed to be done before three, someone will do it. <laughs> like there's not, there's not as much pressure around that versus, you know, if you tell a client, I can't get to it until after three, they might be like, you know, forget it. I find someone who can do it at one, <laughs> you know? And like, there's always like that, that fear, I think in the back of your mind. So in a way, yeah, I actually think it is a, a pretty different space. And it makes me think about, so early in the conversation, you talked about how your system, you had a planner. Do you have different systems for like your freelance work and your employer as far as like setting boundaries? What's sort of like the the meshing of the two in order for you to like get things done and to like, you know, reach your goals, I guess. For me, like when I, the process for like freelance is interesting because it's typically deadline driven like every so often I'll get somebody who's like yeah I need this done like whenever you can do it but that's very rare like most of the time there is a deadline so what that looks like for me is always kind of starting with that deadline and then trying to create many deadlines in front of it like trying to break down and saying like what are like the pieces or the steps that I need to do and then trying to like give myself many deadlines to work up to that um, so I'm not like cramming the night before. Um, and sometimes it doesn't happen. I was cramming last night, <laughs> but, um, but that's like kind of my ideal situation and like boundaries for, for, and then it's like setting that up from the beginning. So like based on what those deadlines might look like, you know, creating deadlines that might be a day off for the client to give them, you know, to give me room for what they're expecting of me. My boundaries at work are a little bit different. Like, I feel like they happen more on the go because we're getting, like, requests and stuff from students at all different times. So, like, I can't always plan as much unless there's a meeting. So, for me, it's, like, a day-by-day basis looking at what's on my plate and reasonably saying, what can I do today? What can I not? What is most important to do today based on, like, what a student needs or something and then kind of giving myself you know a bit of like a to-do list and time blocks to do that and then letting people know if there's anything that can't be done that day immediately letting them know and giving them like a date to do that and sometimes even I'll actually use people at my job as accountability I'll be like hey I'm going to get this to you tomorrow if you don't hear from me by three you know nudge me because you know I know I may not get to it so sometimes boundaries is also paired with accountability for me, you know, it's giving me that space to get to it. But it's also building in an opportunity for someone to say like, hey, you know, you haven't gotten to that, you know, and holding me accountable if I get behind. That's kind of the thing that's nice about work is just the fact that I can lean on people to kind of help make sure that I'm staying on top of things. It's always helpful. It definitely lights a fire in you when you know somebody else is expecting something from you. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't want to be like sitting there like, oh, no, like they're waiting on me. I know. You don't want to be that person. <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone came to the meeting with their paper and you're like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to bring something, wasn't it? <laughs> Oops. Right. <laughs> I got you next time. Next time. Next yeah. time. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I I I do like that, like accountability. So for you, what does it look like reassessing your boundaries? Like, is it when something seems like it's not working right, or do you like have a time where you're like, oh, like let me like reevaluate? What does it look like for you reevaluating your boundaries and whether the system is working and things need to be adjusted? I definitely reevaluate when something's not working. Yeah, if I'm setting boundaries and I'm still stressed out, or I'm setting boundaries and like things aren't getting done, then I definitely stop and I'm like, okay, you know, what's going wrong here and how can I make it better? So I feel like that's kind of like an obvious situation, but I try to reassess things 
for me, like, kind of on a monthly basis, like, I kind of like to just kind of take a moment and just kind of be like, you know, how are things and kind of notice trends. If this month went by and it's like, I got a lot of nudges of people like, hey, they send me things and I know like, okay, maybe I wasn't managing my time that well. Like, you know, what can I do? Should I like be waking up earlier? Should I be moving things around? Like, yeah, I try to just notice trends that I feel like are in my behavior that could be better. Um, like a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a lot of work in the evenings because I wasn't getting it done during the day. And I just realized, honestly, I was like getting tired and I was like taking naps in the middle of the day <laughs> and it was like pushing my work back. So that was like as simple as just kind of switching my sleep schedule a little bit so I could be more productive. For me, reassessing is just anything that I feel is not working or just something that I want to work better. You know, if I don't want to work in the evenings, then what can I do? Or if I don't want to have certain, you know, situations with a client or something, how can I make that better? So I think, um, and like I said, I try to do that like every month, just because I feel like it gives you enough time to try to build new habits so that you don't go too far out if something's going wrong. Um, if I look back and I'm like, I've been getting things done, I don't feel stressed out, everything's great, then I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. I definitely appreciate you chatting with me, sharing your story and like sharing your tips and things that have worked with you on setting boundaries and maintaining boundaries. And wanting to know, like, just to wrap up, if you have like any final thoughts, any words of wisdom for the listeners. Well, obviously, if you've made it this far, you probably know that like boundaries are fun and they're not like these like strict rules that are like <laughs> really difficult. Um, but I know for myself, like when I started, I was afraid that like boundaries were gonna make me seem mean or something. So I think I would just say for anyone who's like starting out is to like start small with just something really simple that you think is gonna make your life easier or make you feel less stressful over the day and you know just find like a really kind way to implement that like a lot of times for me boundaries isn't aren't so much about like telling people what I can't do or what they can't do it's more just about like creating space for myself that's really like what a boundary looks like for me you know but just see it as just a, a way of like making space so that everyone can function in a better sense and I think if you do that just like one little thing at a time it'll be easier to start to implement Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate your time and your tips. Well, thank you so much. I had a blast. In this episode, Candice and I bond over our appreciation for the Passion Planner. I thought it would be super cool to give away two 2021 annual passion planners, one in black and one in green. This is not sponsored. I personally purchased the planner. There's no fee to enter the giveaway. It's completely free. Everyone is eligible to enter the giveaway. In this episode's description, click the giveaway link for the sign-up form. In the sign-up form, you will answer a short five-minute survey to provide feedback on the podcast. The giveaway closes on April 30th at 12 p.m. Eastern. The two winners will be selected at random and notified via email to provide an address for shipping. If you're listening to this after April 30th, click the giveaway link in the description and fill out the sign-up form to be the first to find out about future giveaways. I definitely plan to do more giveaways in the future. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can access the show notes in the description and the transcripts on hustledifferently.com. I'm inviting you to share this episode with your friends and people you think would resonate with this content. To make sure you do not miss the next episode, click the subscribe button. And lastly, 
please rate the podcast and leave a review in the Apple Podcast app. It will help this podcast reach more people and let them know why they should listen. Thank you for your support.